Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Reno, and joined by a man who's a little embarrassed to have to admit that uh, Peng Shui has actually just been to his house on a bender for the last week. My co-captain, Damon, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, blockheads, millions around the world. I think like I, like most people on Earth, had never heard of Peng Shui until yeah. today. Until, until today, yeah. Until Serena Williams talked about it, which is kind of yeah. depressing. Because mm. we we all, we like ninety nine percent of the time we we talk about how we want Serena Williams to shut the fuck up, <laughs> shut yeah. the fuck up, and now you know now unfortunately we have to be like, oh, well I guess if if she's talking about it then okay then whatever better pay attention yeah, yeah. so no, what happened she got disappeared or something did she or yeah she hasn't a been seen doctor in, yeah hasn't been seen in a couple of weeks uh, but uh, this comes on the back of her alleging sexual assault of a communist leader oh really yeah uh, they're, they're in oh, China so yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not you know. Could, could be two completely separate scenarios. Who knows? Nothing, no. not related in any way, shape, or not form. Not related in any way, uh, shape, or form. No. no, no yeah, no. And in completely unrelated news, uh, Peng Shui has been found. She's living on a farm where she gets to run around in the fields all day. And mm. let's never speak of her again. And that's what you that's tell it. the little kids, you know, when you put the puppy down, don't you? You tell, yeah. well, no, the puppy's gone to live on a farm. So we'll just, you know, she has no Twitter account or no profile anymore. And in fact, mm. if, if, how about this? Don't laugh, Grana, because this could happen. I imagine that any day now, China will come out and say to the people who do the coverage of the tennis events, like Wimbledon and the US Open and stuff, they'll say something like, look, if you mention this, this tennis player, then we're not going to pay you for the contract to show uh, the tennis event in China. So millions yeah. and millions and millions of dollars of fucking revenue will just go down the toilet. And then you'll have mm. LeBron James take up tennis. Just so he can make an announcement to China how much he respects them and how wonderful they are. Yeah. Please keep watching tennis, Greener. And John Cena mm. will be there too. We can have That's John it. Cena and LeBron James being a double. LeBron flogging yeah. a new shoe line as well. Is I like he it. really? Can we tie that in too? That's fantastic. I think we, I'm sure. Surely there's going to be a new shoe line yeah. to go to tie in with the uh, uh, with the, with that scenario. Unfortunately, um, like, though, the only problem is, uh, unfortunately, black people aren't too well liked in China. Apparently, Greeno. Did you know mm. that they have to? Do you do you remember the one about the Star Wars poster? Did you hear about that? Nah. So nah. that we, you know, when that the sounds new, like a serious topic. You know, I avoid all things serious. No, it's not really serious. It's pretty funny. So you know the the new reboot of the Star Wars, but it's not new. It's like four years ago, four or five uh, years ago. I'm I'm aware that they created a whole bunch of new right. ones. Right. Yes. So one of the main characters in that was this black guy. So, but mm-hmm. for the posters, this is how you know obvious it is. For the posters, you know, movie posters, classic movie posters yeah, yeah. that you say. I'm aware what a movie poster is, dude. Right. So, <laughs> you come, come on now. I'm, look who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the king of the red carpet events, for fuck's yeah. sake. Of course he knows what a movie poster is. He's seen them all. So, yeah. uh, for the movie posters, though, that went into China, they had to, like, airbrush the black guy out of it. <laughs> so, no. yeah, because the Chinese were like, no, I'm sorry, there's certain things we don't tolerate here. And black people, <laughs> apparently. So, yeah. You know, I, I guess we can't use LeBron, but they love John Probably Cena not. though because he kind of. They love him, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you just remind me, uh, quick, uh, quick sidetrack before we start the show. Please. Now, uh, bit, bit of greener story time, if you, if you will. I Go like stories about pinatas. Going down a rabbit hole of bad '80s movies, like mm. '80s comedies. Nice. And but like, 
bad ones that I enjoy yes. and, and that I've never seen before. Like to anyone else, like artistically, like they're not well written, they're not well acted, um, but fuck me, are they not entertaining mm. throughout the course of the night? Yeah. So uh, uh, kicked it off with a bit of Meatballs 4 the other meatballs night. Four. They made four of them? <laughs> they did make four of them. I couldn't believe it. I was wow. like, Meatballs 4? This is going to be terrible. And it was as bad as I thought, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah, good I got way. to the end of it. I'm like, that was fucking so bad, but so enjoyable simultaneously. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Meatballs 4. I knew it was off to a bad start when the, the cool character yeah. was Corey Feldman. Oh, and yes. I'm like, well... You know, we're, we're struggling here. You've gone from Bill Murray in Meatballs 1 mm. uh, to, to Corey Feldman in Meatballs 4. Now, here's, it, an interesting, a- here's an interesting noodle scratcher for you, though, Green. I Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Who was doing worse at the time of Meatballs 4 coming out? Meatballs the series or Corey? <laughs> who, Corey was, who, was, who was doing worse in their career at that point? I, I'm, I'm going to say the series. The series I'm gonna was put, worse. I'm going to put it out there. Because Corey could still get bums on seats. He can. Yeah, he, uh, he did that thing a couple of years back where he, he went on and uh, acted like a crazy person on the Today Show. Was doing like a Michael Jackson tour type thing um, without being Michael Jackson. It was a bit all over the shop. If you get a chance, look it up. Okay. Corey Feldman, Morning TV, twenty nineteen. Did he Gold. hang a Did he hang a baby over the balcony by the ankles? There was no baby over the balcony. It was just kind of like it seemed like he was having a meltdown, but not having a meltdown, right. but a productive meltdown. Yeah. Like he went on TV, acting all weird, but performing simultaneously. Very entertaining. Check what it out. What was he performing? Now, was he was he doing songs? He wrote, he wrote an album. He did he really? He's in a band yeah. now. Okay. Well, a solo artist, if you will, with oh, like backup dancers really? and whatnot. So even Jar- all- even Jared Leto knew that he couldn't carry it on his own. That he, nah, he'd, have to, he'd have to be you know in a group. He'd have to be in a exactly. Band. Can't be Jared Leto and the Somersets. Yeah. You know? I like it. Yeah. Uh, then I moved on to uh, Miracle Beach, okay. which in, in itself, once again, sounds terrible, but mm. very entertaining. Okay. Uh, but it seemed to the thing that really bugged me with Miracle Beach is the the lack of rules when it comes to genie. Because the the backstory of Miracle Beach is is down on this luck uh, young bloke mm. who's trying to find love, finds uh, uh, he's homeless, and then he finds a lamp. And he's got a genie. Oh no! And and then all, all his dreams come true. Now the thing is, there's unlimited wishes in this movie, which breaks the real, the overall principle of the genie rule. Mm. I.e., you get three wishes, then you. I think you're done. I've seen this movie. Isn't Robin Williams in it? No, no. It's Aladdin. Right. So the guy <laughs> down on his luck. Right. <laughs> he comes across his bottle on the beach. And he rubs yeah. it and his genie pops out and then starts singing like show tunes. You know? No show tunes. This you is ain't never had a friend like me. Yeah. The, uh, the, the genie in this particular movie is a hot blonde chick, which goes with the thing because it's just a lot of bikinis on the beach. It's, oh. it's a good flick. Um, so that that was there. Then there was also a Kirstie Alley film called Sibling Rivalry. Sibling which, Rivalry. Okay. Yeah, where she unintentionally uh, sleeps with her husband's brother and kills him in the throes of that patterns. sounds like something candace bergman uh bergman should be in if she's yeah, kirsty alley kirsty i know kirsty alley's in it but she should candace yeah. should be on the opposite side of that you know like a like a generational like 80s character you know you reckon, yeah, well you're very close the, the opposing serious character carrie fisher oh yes nice, nice carrie very nice um, so yeah, that's the rabbit hole I've been on this week, and it's been like I forgot how thoroughly much I enjoyed like bad eighties comedies. Um, there, there, there's no there's no agenda to them. No. They're they're not trying to like yeah push a particular angle. It's just hey, here's some boobs, here's a couple of quick laughs, yep. here's some lame jokes, 
and then we move on. Let if me you tell you something, man. Fat nerdy guy, he falls in love at the end, and I'm like, excellent, fucking, this is what I want in a movie. Yeah, I, why can't I, we get movies like that anymore? It's it's amazing that you've done this because again, it's cerebral. Like, because I was on a similar kind of kick, but I was going more like '80s cop shows and cop Ooh, movies. Yeah. Because, I like it. You know why? First, the first thing that attracts me to that kind of genre is I love the old cars back then, Greeno. Good cars. You yeah. know those big, clunky, tanky cop cars yeah. that they had in the eighties in the states. Because they're always down in their luck. They can't afford a big flashy car. They got to have that kind of busted, like uh, similar to Beverly Hills Cop One, yes. where he's got uh, the. Uh, remember you had that is blue it a, crappy. I don't know what it is. is yeah. I don't know American cars that well. Is it a yeah. Pontiac or something? I don't fucking something know. Something like that. Doesn't something matter. like that. So yeah. yeah, I was. I was watching one of them and. You know, go back and watch. Do, do yourself a favor out there, Blockheads and Greeno. Go back and watch the original 48 Hours Greeno with uh, oh, Eddie got Murphy. It got it on DVD. Love yes, it. Yes, and Nick Nolte. Because let's yeah. be honest about what 48 Hours is, right? It's yeah. basically like how much money can we make off Eddie Murphy whilst making him a similar kind of persona to that which has already made a lot of money and squeeze it in in between other projects and just like let's just hope that some fucking dickheads line up to watch it that's basically reverse. What it is. reverse he actually got 48 hours before beverly hills cop did he really yeah so he was so popular in 48 hours yeah, so that they after that Beverly Hills Cop after that, took over. You got made Beverly Hills Cop. They so it was for, another forty eight hours after Beverly Hills Cop. Correct. Yeah, that's right. right. Okay. So nice forty eight hours. By the way, nice on the trivia, yeah. very nicely done. Um, I only know because I'm a nerd and I watch, I listen to all the audio commentaries on the DVDs I got, and in they were talking about how. Um, with Beverly Hills Cop, they originally wrote it for Eddie Murphy. Right. Then the studio is like, Eddie Murphy doesn't know how to fucking carry a movie. We want Sylvester Stallone. So they, <laughs> so, so they had Sly hey, ready to you're go. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe, huh? Pie. Exactly. Uh, but then uh, in, in that time, then 48 hey, yo, hours came yo, out. Is this the illegal chop shop? Hey, Paulie, <laughs> you heard yeah, the look. captain. I'm not going to, hey, I'm taking a vacation, all right? Mm. Fucking imagine how shit it would have been. I wish they had made it now. Don't well, they you? did eventually because what with he Sylvester all, Stallone? He did. Well, he, he wanted he wanted a bunch of script changes. What? And that script ended up turning into Cobra. Really? You're joking? Yeah. I swear to God, that's an incredible fucking story. No, nice yeah. And we all know how well Cobra did. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I lost track. Yeah, 48 hours. Amazing flick. 48 uh, hours. It's yeah, good when so you go good. back and watch it. But it's just it's just like mindless banter most of the movie. There's oh, not there's a, a lot, lot of action There's a lot of racism. It. A lot of racism. Huge amount of, of racism. Like <laughs> fucking ridiculous amounts of racism and just objectification of women. It's just fucking. Yeah. And he's like a drunk who's always smoking a cigarette. Come on, come on! You've been pulling my dick since we started this fucking turd hunt. You know, like, that, that's the dialogue. It's you know so what good. I mean? Yo, case, I case, why don't you turn your back and let me get some fucking pussy out here? I've been in prison four years. My dick get hard when the wind blows, motherfucker. That's that's the movie, basically, in a yeah. nutshell. I don't know. Uh, they're chasing it, um, some Indian guy. I don't even know what he did. He broke yeah. out of prison. He was in a chain gang. <laughs> I didn't know gang. they still had them. Apparently yeah. they do. It was, it's it's, it's 9.10. By 9.15, I want to be innocent flesh. Innocent flesh. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we got Tang from, wasn't it? That's where we got Tang. That's right. Like a nice, nice Gary. Gary. There you go. So good. Walk down memory lane. The, the other walk down memory lane, I remember me and you watching that 
uh, back in the day when I was still a smoker, and we were just we were dumbfounded by how many cigarettes Nick Nolte wastes yeah. over the course of that film. Yes. And we started paying attention to it. We were like, he literally takes three puffs three and then puffs. he flicks it out of the car. Every and we got it. He wasted like a pack and a half throughout the course of that movie. Mm-mm. After a couple of quick drags, and then I had to throw the cigarette out. It's, and it's, it's like, well, that's yeah. that's thirty bucks worth of smokes right there. You realise that they didn't apparently they didn't want the Nick Nolte character smoking, but they did want him lighting them. So, mm. so he would literally like you know in one scene, Greeno, he'd have like four or five because he pulled yeah. it out of his pocket, light it up, and you'd see him take two puffs, put it out, like stomp on it, and then pull yeah. out another cigarette. Mm. Like straight away, like he, like giving the illusion that he was chain smoking. Obviously, you're supposed to be so enamored and enchanted by the fucking rich dialogue, Greeno, <laughs> that you don't Sorry, that, that yeah. you don't notice this little, you know, cinematic yeah. fucking majesty that's happening in front of you. But mm. yeah, once you notice it, it's one of those things. Once you see it, you can't unsee it, Greeno. Can't see it. It's the good old days. Uh, sorry, I'm now they reflect. would just airbrush the cigarette out of his cigarette fucking out. hand. Yeah, so, do it. so every twenty seconds, it looks like he's scratching his nose. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Um, Put a lollipop in his head because we can't encourage the kids to be out there smoking. Nah, of course not. The kids and watching Forty Eight Hours. Forty Eight Hours. Forty year old movie. <laughs> That's it. Um, the the thing I, I thought about when I was watching all these old movies, though, uh, throughout the course of the week, right. I, I got flashback. I, I felt like I was back at my VHS store. Yes. Where I'd get seven weeklies for seven bucks. Yeah. And so you're like, well, you know, I'm just going to find ones that look kind of amusing. That's what I'm doing at the moment. Mm. Whatever I'd hire for weeklies, I'm like, yep, surely there's got to be some gems. That's how I, I came across Ladies Man. Seven seven weeklies for seven bucks. Yeah, that's so true. So many good flicks that I've seen in the <laughs> seven for seven deal, Greta. Mm. Down at Blockbuster or was it Blockbuster or Video Easy even back in the day? Uh, it wasn't Video Easy. It was the, the local Sinclair one that I used to go to. Yeah, that right. had like just any Tuesday you duck on down, yes. get seven seven VHS DVDs. That's right. Seven bucks. You're like, well, there's my week covered. And because like you'd watch them all in two days, you're like, well, I got them for another five. So you rewatch them. Yeah. So you kind of knew in and out, yeah. you know, <laughs> every aspect of each movie over and over and over. Because what else are you going to do? That's right. Um, that was a ritual, like kind of for a couple of years there when you first moved out of home, the video store was your best fucking friend mm. because it's, it's entertainment for $8. You know, yeah. so you could buy a bag of popcorn and three movies and then you'd be like, all right, well, that's, you know, Friday night covered because I'm fucking broke and I've got no money to do anything else. I guess exactly. I'll just have a tin of baked beans and watch fucking <laughs> three movies watch, and eat my popcorn. Air, Air America. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just trying to hang on till payday, Greeno. <laughs> but now, I mean, I guess on the upside is as long as you can, if you forego the money you would have spent on video VHS rentals, baked beans and popcorn, Greeno, yeah. and you can afford uh, an internet, you know, connection, then it, now you can just download everything illegally. <laughs> Like exactly. That, yes, that's the upside. So everybody wins, obviously. Everyone's a winner. Yeah. Nice, Gary. We got mad distracted to start the show. We're 21 minutes in. We haven't even started it. Uh, know, that, may you, be a, that may be a record. And you don't we, like adjusting the rundown. So no, nah, the rundown's cool. Looks we're like gonna, we're, we're set in to... for the long haul tonight, folks. <laughs> we got we got to get into some hot toss. Hot toss uh, off the before, before we start the rundown, even. I just went to pick up the little one from school today. And, oh, whoa, 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 uh, you know, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. 
Yeah. Uh, and so there's like a 10 minute period where I got to wait outside waiting for her to finish a class uh-huh. and flicking through Twitter. And I'm like, well, what's, what's all this about? Uh, Australian cricket captain, Tim Payne. Uh-huh. And I'm like, scroll, scroll, scroll. And I'm like, Ooh, dick pic. Hang on. Resign. Hang on. 2017. What the, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, so long story short, uh, it turns out the Australian cricket captain, they bought in to replace the disgraced Australian cricket captain uh, had been investigated for inappropriate behaviour before they appointed him captain. And now four years later, he's had to resign about an incident that happened before he became captain. Nice, Gary. You're following? I'm following. I'm following. Oh, God. So what are we going to have to do now, I guess, in Australian sports is because we love sacking captains for controversies and whatnot. So Sacking captains and having them cry in press conferences when they lose the captain. We love it when we really kind of drill it into them, don't we? We really Ooh. love, you know, humiliating people. So I guess down. I think the only way forward now is, Greeno, would be to emulate the good people of Sparta and basically raise cricket captains from birth in very controlled conditions. Like we can't let them yeah. have a normal childhood. No mobiles. Yeah, no we can't let them have yeah. like, you know, the experiences of a teenager where they may get influenced into having things like a sense of humour, for example. Nice, Gary! You know, and we can't have things like that. So we've got to just train them just to be absolute fucking killers out there. Now, they might not be very good at cricket, okay, yeah. but they will be disciplined, mm. okay? That's the main thing. As long as yeah. they don't do anything or say anything or, yeah. you know, generally do anything except play cricket. Yeah. And so they can play cricket poorly. That's fine. As long as they're just good guys, I guess. Yeah. Is that what we want? Well, that, I think that's well, that's what Tim Payne was meant to be. A right. guy who didn't play cricket very well, but he was a good guy. Turns that's out, right. no, nah, pre, uh, pre-appointment dick pics. Yeah. And so who's next? Who's next? Are we, who are we bringing in next to be the, well, be the captain? Well, here's, right? the, here's the interesting part about it, right? So yeah. uh, do you want to touch on the, the speeches? We'll, we'll do all this first, then we'll get to speak. The, okay like statements and shit. All so right. the, the next thing in line is the vice captain, uh, Pat Cummins, right? Okay. Now, given the fact that Tim Payne has had to step down because of inappropriate texts and, you know, dick pics, mm. is it really appropriate for a, to appoint a dude whose nickname is Cider because his surname's Cummins? Nice, Gary! That's legit his nickname amongst the boys. So they, they have to slow down. For yeah. Americans, brothers and sisters, one of our cricketers, yeah. his name is Patrick Cummins, C-U-M-M-I-N-S, and his yeah. nickname is, what is it? Cider. 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 Yeah. Because it's Cummins Cider. Okay. Cummins Cider. <laughs> nice, Gary. Fucking hell. So he's going to be the next captain. Cummins Cider. Pa- well, we'll find out. Because it's you think fantastic. about it. God, I love the world sometimes when these kind of but, little moments pop up, don't you? Because I... Well, I've already seen uh, the the Twitter Twitter sphere go nuts because they're like, well, surely we can't have Paddy because he's a bowler, and they're going to rotate the bowlers around this series. Can I, well, just so, one thing though? Can I pl- please? Can I just put a, a prayer out there to the universe? And I want people yeah. to start saying that Pat Cummins can't be captain because of his nickname, because that's when <laughs> we'll know that we've reached yeah, peak fucking. Yes, yeah. that's right. We're we're about to crash into a vortex into fucking hell itself when they'd be like. <laughs> No, no, no. I don't care if he is the most qualified and the vice captain. We can't let him in because he has an inappropriate nickname. Inappropriate nickname. Okay. I want that. Please let I him want to stand. Can we stand down the nickname? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
want a 10-game suspension for the nickname. How bad would it be? <laughs> Remember the early days of 2020 where they used to put the nickname on the back of the shirt? <laughs> yes. Imagine if he was running around with cider. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational. Um, so here's, here's the kind of predicament we've got in because we're ridiculous yeah. uh, and we overreact to every small little situation. Yeah. So our, our current captain, who's going to play on anyway, okay. uh, has stood down. So we can't have Tim Payne. Now, we've also already sacked our captain and our vice captain for the sandpaper uh, saga, mm. so we can't have Dave Warner and Steve <laughs> I Smith. I can't believe there's a saga named after fucking sandpaper. Sandpaper. Now, well, it's a gate, really. Sandpaper it's really a saga. gate. Yeah. It's too now, many that, syllables in that, though. It's got to be something gate. One gate, two gate, not yeah, sandpaper gate. gate. Yeah. Well, it. technically, it's two syllables, water gate. Yeah, but it's the not three. Sandpaper not three. Sandpaper, gate. too many. Um, so that then goes, well, how many batsmen are left? Because they don't want to bowl, all right? Yeah. So how many batsmen are left? Now, the how only many two... batsmen are left is what because we're we Because no, we can't have Warner, we can't have Payne, we can't have... <laughs> Smith. We can't have Smith. Got to put uh, Smith back in, I reckon. Have to. Yeah, they won't. They're, they're going to be Cummins. But that thing goes, well, hang on. Then we got... Uh, then I saw someone go, well, the only people that have captaincy experience or leadership experience are Usman Kawaj and Travis Head, who both don't have a confirmed spot in the team. No. Usman's they're, been they're dropped. They're fighting it out for one spot. <laughs> Usman's been dropped more times than a fucking hot potato out of the pot greener. Mm-hmm. He has been... He's been selected and dropped selected. So, they, what? They're going to have a captain. They're going to name him captain. They're going to let him play the first match in a test series and then we'll never and see him, him again. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. how we roll. So that won't happen. Uh, that won't happen. So that only leaves Manus okay. if they're going to go with a, a, a Shane a already. Batsman. Okay, he's got a good temperament. Well, he's All the right. only one who's got a secure support, spot who's actually still eligible for captaincy. Yeah. Everyone else is ineligible. It'll be like we're going back to the days of Kepler Vessels, Greeno, aren't mm. we? Foreign-born captain. Was he, the, was he the last kind of foreign national captain? He would have been, captain? yeah. Well, uh, wasn't Usman born in Pakistan? Was no, I, was he? He might have been. Yeah, yeah, but I might just have Pakistani heritage. But he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't it, captain. Wasn't no, I'm just saying. Like if they were he, he, he'd be another one. Yeah, yeah, another option. Um, so there we go. Wait, That's was, an absolute circus. Kepler Wessels was captain of like the one day team a few times. I think. No, he was, he was captain of the test team as well. Was he really in the test team? Yeah, before before um that was the before AB. days, wasn't it? No, it was it was after Chapel, but before AB. Before AB. Oh, the Kim yeah. Hughes era. The Kim Hughes era, correct. Ah, okay. Spot on. There we go. Yeah. Our American listeners are loving this. We're what, talking what 80s, fucking 80s listeners. movies. <laughs> There's no listeners, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we do ourselves. Uh, quick, quick story time. We'll get back to the. I like uh, stories about pinatas. Dick pit gate. Hmm. Um, the, my daughter was saying to me in the car yesterday, she's like, Dad, I used to love it. Do you remember when you used to like play the podcast when I, you had to go drop like my son off? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember. She's like, my favorite part's where you guys swore. And I'm like, excellent. That sums up our show. Nice. nice the kids, the kids are into it just for the bits where you're like, he's like, oh, I wasn't swear. He's like, when you said the bad words, that was my favorite bit of your bad show. I'm like, words. well, it says, it says a lot about the content, really. Yep. Uh, no one's listening and the kids love the bad words. So tell them again should... about uh, 1980s Eddie Murphy, Greeno. Yeah, that's it. Packets, niggas, niggas, Nice, Gary. <laughs> um, but this gets. <laughs> So we're already at the point of apologies, though, Damo. Mm. Uh, this is going to be a long show. I've just realised. Uh, we're going to have to trim. We're going to have to trim. Yeah, but we had we had last week off. That doesn't mean we can do like three hours. That's no, three hours. We'll be fine. <laughs> we're well, <you're> right. <laughs> we don't make up time. It's not a job. Nah, we 
Nah, that's how we do it. Listen, you weren't <laughs> listen, you weren't here last yeah, week, so you're gonna have to exactly. You're gonna have to do double time tonight. Oh man, Ooh. I'm not even getting paid for this. Ah. We're all good. I've got. Uh, uh, let's just fucking once again open kimono. I've got a muted word, which is literally a four second gag. Okay. I've got a quick story time. Yeah. We can skip the fucking tax money at work, um, and we can skip the hero and douchebag, and then we'll okay. get to segment two. We're all good. All right. Nice, Gary. Excellent. Nice. I said, damn near killed you. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we've, we're already at the point of apologies, Damon. We've got statements already. Statements. Um, Love a good statement. So this is, this is Tim Payne's statement. So today I'm announcing my decision to stand down as captain of the Australian men's team. Okay. It's a critically difficult decision, blah, 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 blah. Uh, as a background of my decision, nearly four years ago I was involved in a text exchange with a then colleague. Mm. At the time the exchange was the subject of a thorough CA integrity unit investigation. <sighs> Um, blah 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 blah. Just uh, just that- just time out for a second. Imagine that though. Like one minute you just kind of he wasn't even in the Australian fucking team back then. I don't mm-hmm. think you know he was playing. He, he played wasn't state, with Tassie. He played state cricket for like ten years and and you know was fairly average after he was like a big promising youngster. You know, like and then he's, he fucked up his fingers. And yeah, he, he got a ages. really bad injury and then he couldn't bat for fucking ten years. He couldn't score runs. Mm. And but he came into the test team out of fucking necessity, not yeah. not out of like you know. Not, let's be fair; he's a he's a decent player. Don't get me wrong, and he's a fairly good captain as well. But yeah. it's just like he 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 would tell you he got in the team because at the time, like fucking half the team couldn't play. Well, the irony so, is that he got into the team is because he was one of the good character guys. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. culture club. The irony. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the, the rest of the statement. Yeah, so oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah, but so just imagine though, you're just playing cricket. You can barely keep a place in the team, and next thing you know, mm. you're fucking elevated captain. Blah blah blah. But there was an invest. People are investigating your tweets and shit, Greeno. Mm. Like fuck that. I don't know if it's worth it or not. You'd you'd might. Speaking of eighties movies, Greeno, you might end up being Brendan Fraser's character from The Scout. You know how he goes to play in Mexico? He's just this fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. weird wonder kid whose backstory in the movie, by the way, is never actually really explained. No. Nah. It's just kind of alluded to that he's got loss issues, but they never explain how he ended up in Mexico or mm-hmm. why he acts like a 10-year-old child. Yeah. But he's the greatest baseball player that's ever – that that would be a preferential lifestyle compared to, like, you know, like look at Ollie Robinson, for example. He got fucking sacked because of shit he tweeted eight years ago. We got uh, Alex Hale blackface today, don't we? Yes, the blackface. The Alex Hale. I was I was going to do that on tomorrow's show. We can. Alex well, wait, no, we're not going to dig into it. I'm just saying. Like, just, no, no, no. Uh, we can. We can no, no, like, we can dig into it. I'm just saying that I've seen it because he went to this party like eight years ago as a tribute to Tupac Shakur. So mm-hmm. here you have this white fucking English cricketer. Hello, John. How you going? Bloody yeah. all right it is out there. Bloody fantastic. All right, then. Pop a cap in your ass, eh? Pop a cap in your <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to. I tell you what, Johnson, I'm going to be hitting the streets with my homeboys and shooting up some diggers out there. What do you it's say? It's going to be fucking wonderful, isn't it? Out there hitting the court, Screedo. Oh, yes, it's the court, Earl of the Court. Oh, nice, nice Gary. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I can't remember. Ah, oh, here we go. Statement. Yeah, uh, so he said that investigation. Uh, so there was an investigation. CA code of conduct said, no, nah, all sweet. You're good to go. You're, you're no dramas. Fully exonerated. exonerated. But he feels the need to resign now because apparently it was about to get leaked in public. Happy so se- secretly, when no one knows about it, exonerated, all good. Come on in. You're our new captain. You're our character boy. Thanks for coming. But 
then suddenly, oh, hang on, four years later, I'm going to leak this to the press, and suddenly, so who got leaked it? it? Who leaked it? Uh, the girl. Oh, really? Okay. So now it's like, well, fuck, we Tim Payne's looking bad. Like, what, what are we going to do here? Hmm. So don't worry, Tasmania Cricket have their own statement. Oh, We're all good shit. here. The allegations raised against Tim Payne by former Cricket Tasmania employee were only brought to the attention of uh, attention of Cricket Tasmania when formal charges of theft were laid against the employee what? in mid-2018. What? So, so, so they'd come all guns blazing, right? They could have just let sleeping dogs lie and just gone, look, we did, yeah, we, there was an investigation, we exonerated him, but at the same time, you know, he's, he's chosen to resign for the betterment of Australia. Hang on, hang on, no, hang, no, hang on, hang on. They, they decided to, to come out. Okay. So they decided to come out and go, fuck this, fuck this chick. Like yeah. she, she's come out and she slandered out our, our, our Tim Payne. No, we won't have it. She was the first. The first paragraph in their statement is, "These were only brought to our attention after we found out she was a thief." So already <laughs> they're, they're diminishing her character straight away. Well, hang on. Uh, I had, okay, now I have to say something though because what about like? Come on, the 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 thing that's fucking the elephant sitting in the corner of the room here is what she got busted stealing something. And then at that moment when she's been caught trying to steal something, she's decided to just, oh, by the way, the Australian captain, the cricket captain, I've got mm-hmm. some dirt on him. That yeah. is, what the fuck is that? That would be mm. like, Greeno, if I got fucking pulled over for speeding, right? And, yeah. I, and the copper pulls, you know, you know, wind down the window, please, citizen. And I wind down the window, he shines a torch in my eyes and he says, can I see your license and registration? I'll be like, Greeno raped someone. He yeah. raped someone <laughs> 10 years ago. He's got the yeah. body buried in his backyard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so this is just like the ultimate deflection, you know, right Ooh. back. So I've been caught stealing. What can I do? I know. I'll throw the Australian cricket captain fucking under the bus. Under the bus. There we go. So everyone's yeah. a cunt in this story by the sounds yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Everyone. Very much so. Um, was there any- oh, that, that, was the, that was the last statement, I think. <laughs> they also said it was like consensual and shit as well. Yeah, it was all consensual. So she uh, literally has she literally has been caught stealing something and decided her defense will be, um, by the way, I've, I know shit about the Australian cricket captain. Here's a picture of his dick. Yeah. And I'm gonna send it to the media. And they're like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. We don't want that happening. <laughs> we can see his fucking mangy hands around his dick. Like we we don't want that. Oh, the broken we know, fingers, Green. We know it's his broken the, fingers, like we can yeah. see it. Um <laughs> Is there is there etiquette when it comes to dick pee? I don't know. For me, I'm not the kind of person who'd send send my crush to anyone. Right. Do you have to be holding the penis? Do you just do the penis flaccid? Uh, do you have to get it worked up beforehand? Is, well, I is guess there it a, would be personal. Protocol. I guess it would be personal taste, but the etiquette would generally have to be, you know, at least asking first. <laughs> <laughs> Which it sounds like, like he did. Remember that Jeffrey Tubin? Now Jeffrey Tubin. Uh, name sounds familiar. Yeah. Right. Jeffrey Turbin, um, you know, he kind of, during a meeting with the New Yorker, he, you know, did that classic thing that happens now. He forgot the camera was on and he walked in and he was fucking butt-ass naked and he was in front of his co-workers, <laughs> right? He, and he's like this, he's a famous journalist in the state screener. Yeah. So he got fired from the New Yorker, which he'd worked at for 20 years, which is a massive magazine. And he was also on CNN and then he had to come back on CNN and have this interview with a female host, by the way, and it was like, yeah, set, it, set it up, yeah. Yep, talk about how you got caught masturbating on camera and how mm. you go, because the footage was out there. That's the other thing too. 
Yeah. Someone fucking leaked that too. So I wonder what yeah. she did. Maybe she got picked up, you know, jaywalking, Greener. <laughs> she decided, oh, I've got this video of Jeffrey Tubin. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> Have at it, boys. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, so that's that saga. We can close off the hot toss, I think. Hot toss off the press. I'm going to go to a, a muted word of the week, Damon. I'm going to okay. introduce this now, introduce this as, an, as a new running segment. Now, if there's a word that pops up in my timeline yeah. and I don't want to see it anymore because there's just too much of it, muted. Oh, so you're uh, going to mute a new word every week? Uh, when I feel the necessity. I like this because like this, this is like accelerating uh, new speak, Greeno. This is like accelerating the dystopian future where we communicate through grunts and hand signals. That's what we want. One so, word at uh, a time. Exactly. So words that I see too frequently in my timeline that fuck up. Because I, I go on social media to, to look at things that I enjoy seeing, right? Yes. So generally it's like baseball, baseball. shit and like yeah. funny like funny tweets or, you know, memes or lighthearted like Simpsons memes. You're basically there to stuff. kill time. Basically. Kill time and have a laugh, mate. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I'm on social media for. Yeah. So, and things I enjoy. A bit of footy chat sometimes, you know, right. there or thereabouts. A bit of bands. This week's, a bit of bands. This week's muted word of the week, though, Rittenhouse. Written house. I don't know what a written house is. I don't care for it. But I've seen the fucking word too many times. I've seen some fucking weird dude crying on my timeline way too frequently. Um, <laughs> I've seen outrage. I've seen a back and forth, like yeah. uh, innocent, guilty, innocent, guilty. I don't want a fucking bar of it. You're ruining my timeline, people. Mm. Stop fucking putting written house in my timeline. I've muted it. Yeah. It's gone. Had enough of it. I just think it's fucking amazing that you don't even know or care what it is. Like it's. I don't just... care what it is. I don't care. I don't, I don't want to know. Just... It's, it's interrupting uh, the baseball tweets I want to see. It's it's interrupting the dick pics that people are trying to DM me. It's fucking very in, distracting and, and well, you're ruining if, my timeline. What if you were missing, though, like the this generation's kind of OJ Simpson trial or something? Would, you, would you regret it later on? No, definitely not, because no. they'll do a fucking telly movie on 20 years That's with true. David Schwimmer, and I can watch it. Do you reckon good. David Schwimmer would play Kyle, <laughs> play 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse? I would lock it in. No, nice, uh, What are the odds? I'll get on, I'll get on Sportsbet. We'll fucking we'll put some money down. You heard it first on the block. David. Record this, paste it, timestamp it. <laughs> David Schwimmer will play this fucking Rittenhouse dude. Uh, <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. And old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and 
sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls less than three but less than three percent we're actually way over our three percent quota so i'm going to bring it right back here make sure we can tuck nice and neatly in that i want to sit i want to sit between that 2.5 to 2.6 range of sports content. Any higher than oh, that, it starts getting content. a little close. Yeah. Mm, the good old days. Yeah, too, much, too much fucking sport, Greeno, in the, in the first part of the show. Let's get into some real oh, yeah, stuff. We spent, we spent 95% of the time talking about 80s movies. Yeah, that's true. And dick pics. Like, there was no sport talk there. Yeah, I guess the dick pics were relating to a sports figure, though. Can I, can I squeeze in a, a quick bit of sport linking into the last uh, segment? Let's talk about the mm. muted words of the week. Uh, quickly jumped on the the twit during the the break, mm. and uh, the reason I like I said I like to just see the baseball baseball content and whatnot. Yeah. Chit, just get the uh, scores. You know? yeah, yeah, just like, just any kind of comment about it, it keeps me interested. Yeah. And then I see uh, at Yankees slut pop up <laughs> on my timeline. What? I swear to God, I there's don't a follow Yankee, Yankee slut. There's a Yankee slut. Uh, but then I, I thought, oh, let, let's find out. Oh, me too. But let's let's find out what Yankee Slut's all about. Anything short of a championship, I'm gonna slit my fucking wrists. That's for banner. Nice, um, excellent commitment. So, uh, so, somehow she's got two thousand, two and a half thousand followers. Whoa! How and many, there's and there's the biggest Yankee fan of them all, Yankee Slut, as she <laughs> puts the razor into her wrist. Take a look at that, Bob. Oh, wouldn't you know it? The blood is spraying on the faces of her children, Bob. Nice, Gary. That's Sounds fair. like a lovely lady, yeah. uh, Yankees at Yankee Slut. Follow her there on Twitter. Apparently, um, apparently, uh, Derek Jeter offered to kill himself instead of Yankee Slut slitting her own wrist, and she said, "No, Jeter, they need you." That's it. So she took the took yeah. the bullet, Greeno. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been introducing new segments on the show lately, Greeno. You introduced a new segment. I think it's a fantastic segment, by the way. I don't think we even need to run it past head office. Uh, Do we have a head office anymore? Yeah, head office is still around. They're still around. All right. Just more of an umbrella corporation kind of situation that we have going on. I feel like now. COVID, working remotely, you know, doing now doing the show from home. I That's feel right. like we lost contact with head office. Yeah. Like, it's not like the good old days where they personally deliver the Mountain Dew. That's true. Um, Actually, you know, I'm, I'm, now, I'm a bit behind in my Mountain Dew payments. I don't know about you. Yeah, me too. But I realize we're probably not pulling our weight in all honesty. We can't even get our, our promos right. So. That's true. That's We're true. 7.30 like- on Fridays, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that, that tweet has been repeated, like retweeted plenty and mm. lots of likes no, that's all right. for the wrong time. And no one and goes for the correction. No one cares. No one goes, No one cares about the correction. Like, oh, you're like, oh, by the 8.30, I'm like, excellent. All fixed, much better. <laughs> and then 
no one's fucking paying attention to that one. No, uh, no one's listening. Like I said, no one's listening anyway. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, wait, you're going to be on at 4.30 in the morning instead of 3.30? Oh, no, I gotta, I'm going to have to miss it because I'm going oh. out for dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's no it's just listening. an unfortunate time <laughs> for me. So we've been doing new segments. You've introduced new segments. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of shows ago, pardon, uh, I introduced a new segment called the Weather Segment, and we got very, um, you know, you know, very happy responses from the audience, Greeno, about the good weather feedback. segment. Yeah, very good very feedback. Very good. You know, people yelling over the fence when you're kind of walking down the shops, you know, hey, Boogs, Ooh. love the new segment, mate. And I go, thanks, Jim. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. mate. Appreciate it. So there was a lot of that going on, and I'm very pleased that we can get off sport completely. Go to our favorite weatherman, Frankie, uh, for this week's edition of the weather segment. Greeno, take it away. Okay, guys. Let's do a spinning around and do a tornado siren at the same time. My favourite part is, Greener, how long it goes for. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm, I'm watching the time bar go across. I'm like, hey, well, we're, only halfway through the, we're only halfway through the weather report. Yes. We have to get Frankie a puffer for his next weather report. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Frank don't. Nice, Gary. Fucking nice love to him. have the nice to have the weather report back. I love him. Don't you um, reckon the old classic weather? You can keep your pretty girl in the mini skirts or whatever fucking fad you're trying to use to get people interested the in the one. weather. Yeah. yeah, you can keep all that shit. Give me the old classic, old school weatherman like Frankie McDonald. But that's Frankie McDonald. Did you know, Greeno? What if I told you that that was not the only string in Frankie's bow? Well, before we get to, before we get to that, yeah. uh, I, I want to do a quick story time. Okay. Uh, this then feeds, I like stories feeds, about uh, pinatas. Feeds into Frankie. So uh, uh, this week, uh, a bit of a bit of crap around the house, right? A bit of crap. I thought, look, before before Christmas, you normally get a couple of council pickups uh, a year uh, free of charge. They're all good. So I'm like, got to make sure I squeeze one in before the end of the year, yeah. before my count restarts. Got to get got to get the crap from out of the house. Yeah. So jump on, jump on the website, look, ready to book in, put it all in, put in my details, blah, 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 punching through. Do you want to do this? Do you have something bigger than this? Because that costs extra. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, it's all good. It's all inside size. Do you want to do this, this, this? That costs extra. No, nah, no, nah, I don't want any of that. All good. Bang, 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 bang. Get to the end. Rent, click when to hit submit. And then I realized $100. What? I'm like, oh, it's, it's counter pickup. Like, no, no, I haven't, I haven't used any this week, this year. What do you mean $100? Oh, Realized. you're not in Sydney anymore. No. <laughs> You've got to pay for council pickups now. You're out now of Sydney. Now I've got to pay. Oh. And I'm like, surely this must be a mistake. So I went back to the start because I used to get two free in my old place, which is fair enough, like two free. It's been like that. Year. All the councils of Sydney, it's been like that for our whole fucking lives at least. Lives. Two free yeah. pickups a year. And then sometimes you get an extra one. Like every now and then they'll be like, by the way, this is an extra one. It doesn't count towards doesn't your count. two. So you know, they do a couple yeah. of them every year as well. So there's plenty of yeah. opportunity to throw old shit out in Sydney. Exactly. So this one, though, first time, and suddenly I'm like, no, no, I must have hit the wrong button. I'm going to go back to the start. So I went back to the start, clicking through, clicking through, clicking through, still $100. Right. 
And I'm like, well, fucking fuck that. Fuck that. Um, I feel like I need to speak to a finance expert to justify how much crap I need in order to justify the $100. Because if we're going to pay $100, I need to make sure I'm getting my money's worth. And that's when you were nice enough to reach out to me and say, look, uh, I've got got a guy. I I know a guy. And I'm like, well, excellent. I'm like, let's make a segment out of it. Yeah. We've got, we've got to have a segment. We need a new finance segment because it, the people, especially in this day and age, like people have lost their jobs, people are on JobKeeper, JobSeeker, like whatever it may be called, uh, you know, everyone's got the crunch. There's been lockdowns. People can't open up their cafes or whatever it may be. You can't have so much. It's been uh, fucking only, hell out rich there, rich the rich, rich getting richer, the poor are getting poorer. That's right. We've got to make sure we help out the poor man. And we're like, well, yeah. we feel like it's our, our civic duty to bring a, a man on. This is the people's show, Greeno. Exactly. The, the credentials to be able to steer people in the right ship when it comes to the diminishing finances mm. and put them back on track. Right. Uh, and and for, for guys like me, seek advice. I'm like, what, what, what's justifiable for the $100 council pickup? What can we do? And you found just the man. Let's, let's go through it. The finance segment, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Finance segment, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What do you think of that? Nice, Gary. Mate, uh, you know, they say they say sometimes uh, one word's better than four, mm. and I think that sums it up, really. I've got a little story time for you. I like stories yeah. about pinatas. Less, less is more sometimes. Less is more. So less I think I feel like some of the finance guys overdo it. Yep. They put too many words in their finance segment. It confuses the punters. We need to be able to appeal to the common man. And not and just put it in a simple language that people will be able to understand. I feel like Frankie, our new finance reporter, as well as our weather reporter, has really got the brief. I I, I think you're on the money, and I just want to let you know, Greeno, I've put that link in the chat of Frankie doing that, uh, talking about Bitcoin because it's it's come very it's uh, become very handy for me, Greeno, because we've been kind of pseudo following the story of the Perth Heat baseball team. Thanks to Slacko yeah. Mitch Greeno. Now, yes. for our American brothers and sisters, or just you know people who don't watch Australian baseball, which is all of you, I'm like I'm not going to everyone, including Australians, correct. including Australians. Uh, there's a team in Perth, obviously called the Perth Heat, and they've in this off season. Well, it's an off season because they decided to cancel the season. Cancel the season, yeah, <laughs> because of COVID. So, in this off season, off off season, they've decided that they're going to take a new kind of sponsorship direction, and they've become the Bitcoin baseball team. Yeah. So they're, they're, are they are they still called the Perth Heat? I don't know, but they're definitely they're still called the Perth Heat. Now, here's the thing: the, the backstory to this is they've they've chosen to be the first professional sporting team in the world to pay their staff and players in Bitcoin, with nothing but Bitcoin. That's right. Now, th- this is nothing but a publicity stunt, I assure you, because contractually you can't just fucking change the currency no like in my contract it says you know i'll get thirty thousand dollars a year well you gotta pay me thirty thousand dollars it doesn't say you'll pay me you know nine bitcoin that's right when my contract says nine bitcoin then you fucking pay me in bitcoin so this whole thing is nothing but a publicity stunt in the off season one day the bitcoin might be worth one day the the bitcoin might be worth 30 percent less so what you just take 30 percent less that day exactly exactly okay Uh, because i'm pretty sure the fucking shit in the shop still costs the same like it's still it's actually going up so Mm. you know what i mean but then you might get paid and you might get 30 percent more than what you're worth greener you could you could. But, you know, I might start paying people with poker machines then, you know. 
Just go, you know, he, he's soiled underwear worn by yeah, Tim Payne. Uh, he's a hundred dollars <laughs> for his pokies. <laughs> you know, go nuts. That's your pay. Hell no, you meant to pay me three hundred. No, no, no. You're gonna put a hundred in the pokies and and try your luck. Well, have a look at this. So this is the Perth Heat. Now they have gone full all in here, right? Mm. This is their Twitter page, right? Look at this. They've this is their banner, the Bitcoin baseball team. I, you know, I, you know what? I get it because I, I you know, I, it's hard to bag them out fully because I see what they're trying to do, Greeno. It doesn't make sense, but at the same time, th- there's not a lot of money going into Australian baseball, right? There's not a yeah. lot of money. So they are looking for some kind of way to kind of disrupt everything and see if they can be like the first of an early adopting kind of thing, right? They're trying to just break it up and see if they can generate new revenue streams. I get that. But yeah. it's so fucking, I mean, look at their logo now it has a Bitcoin fucking logo in it. Well, it, they it are the Bitcoin it team because they're not fucking playing at the moment. They're not so, playing now, but they're the Bitcoin team. Yeah. But uh, in, in saying that, this now the reason I put Frankie's tweet in the chat is because it it comes in very handy because they're all in for Bitcoin. So mm. whenever the intern or whoever posted this tweet, look, we've got new Bitcoin jerseys you can buy with Bitcoin. Get the Bitcoin jersey. You can just very conveniently drop Frankie's tweet right under it, and he. <laughs> And that answers there, everything, Greeno. That's everything. Is there a way we can stamp that with, like, the block at starting block somewhere? <laughs> no, we'll that wouldn't be Frankie. fair to Frankie, though. We've got to drive people to Frankie. That's the main thing. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. fair, fair call. Uh, <laughs> Imagine that. It's like Frankie McDonald of the, start, of the starting <laughs> block. He's our fucking finance reporter. What He's our weather reporter and our finance reporter. We've yeah. got to give him a credit. So we exactly. we make we we put in big letters the starting block and then in tiny like in the corner with Frankie McDonald and we don't actually say that that is Frankie. No, exactly. It is. Yeah. Um. Should we should we duck back to the we're talking we're talking money? Should we talk about how our tax money's going to work at the moment, mate? Money, money, the, money, yes, money, money. <laughs> money. Yeah, we can talk about where our tax money is going. So. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of this going on though, Greeno. A lot of celebrities have been kind of signed up to push, uh, hey, go out and get your jabs, everyone. It's super safe and effective. And if you get sick, then you won't have to go to hospital. I mean, it's really good. By the way, schedule in your booster shots, ladies and gentlemen. They're coming up in the next three months. You can have any combination of uh, vaccines you like, as long as you do get your boosters. And then while you're getting your booster, why don't you book in your seasonal flu shot there while you're out there too? Go nuts. Double down. Double How many down. jabs can I get? Get them jab all. Jab one in Tim Bates' dick. All right. Um, hey, hey! If 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 I get two jabs, does that mean I can go to two concerts at once, Greeno? <laughs> nice, Gary. Oh no, he's not usually that stupid. He just had his booster shot. Sorry, yeah, all good. <laughs> Messing uh, up his brains. I, I do find this interesting, though. Uh, first and foremost, that they've tried to do uh, get a jab campaign. After we've already hit the eighty percent target, yeah. like wouldn't this have been helpful? You know, because they wanted a short thing, Greedo. Yeah, like, let's lock this final fucking ten percent down. Uh, quick, quick story time for you though. Okay, I um, like stories about pinatas. Uh, daughter, the daughter got invited to a birthday party uh, last Sunday. So she's poor thing's been locked in the house for the last three four months. Hasn't uh, been able to go to all the kindy kindy parties and whatnot. Yep. So I'm like, 
look, I'll take her along. Got to be done. Get, she did get to run with the doggos for like a good couple of hours. I would have thought that that you know might have knocked a bit of wind out of her sails. Oh, Apparently not. Mate, Just revved her up had, more. <laughs> revved her up for the party. She was good to go. Um, so uh, basically, uh, we get to the uh, get to the, the. It was like a, in a playland type thing, and they asked for you know, oh yeah, sign in, you know, vax certificate. Yeah. And what I realised is they don't check the vax certificates very thoroughly, right? Right. So let's just say hypothetically, I just flash my the, the PDF of my wife's one because they're not going to check my license. No. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we've seen the tick. You're good to go. Well, and they couldn't question you anyway because you'd be like, excuse me, I'm in the middle of a transition. Thank you very much. Mm. And I'll thank you not to stare. Oh, sorry. Exactly. Sorry, sir, ma'am. Oh, shit. On you go. You'll so be fine. I, I, found it, I found it quite interesting that there was no checking, like there's no validating of said certificate, right? Because you sit there and you're like, okay, here's a thing on my screen with a tick on it. Mm. Could be fucking anything. Mm. Um, no one checked my license to make sure that I wasn't showing my wife's vaccination certificate right. that compared to mine. Interesting fun fact, yep. you know, similar to the whole signing thing. Like if you look like you're signing in, are you really signing in? The best, the best thing I ever heard when I was working retail, Greeno, which was a very short and tumultuous and, painful part of my life but it's mm. there nonetheless and i was working there and um i watched one of the guys that i worked with just walk out with a box you know you can get a box of 32 cans of coca-cola greeno yeah yeah the big fucking cube and he would yeah. just he just walked out of the store and he had this thing over his shoulder and he's like all right see you janice see you susan yeah. see you bill bye everyone bye and we walked down to the car i was kind of standing out the front having a cigarette wait for him and i watched him walked out and we mm-hmm. walked down, he put it in his car, and I said, how much did that cost you? And he laughed at me and goes, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean you didn't pay for it? You just walked out yeah. with it. And he goes, yeah, because if, if I just walk out and wave to everyone and say, see you later, and put it over my shoulder, they all assume that I bought it. They paid for it. Yeah, yeah no. We, that's the stunt we used to pull back in the supermarket as well. That's it. So it, if you're going to steal, you've got to do it so brazenly that everyone yeah, you, assumes that you, you aren't show, stealing it. You've got to show you're walking out with it. Exactly. Because if anyone goes, it's kind of like, yeah, uh, he, do you want, it's kind of like if you go to the supermarket and you're like, do you want to check my bag and you volunteer your bag, yeah. they're less likely to look in it. Exactly right. Like I walk yeah. up to, because I'm because I'm pretty tall, I'm always the guy who gets stopped at fucking, you know, sporting events or at the airport mm. or, you know, like stop and you have to do that fucking scan thing where they... Yeah. You know, I don't know why. I guess it's because you make eye contact with them earlier or so. I don't fucking know. But it, trust me, it's a thing. If you're a tall yeah. person, you know what I'm fucking talking about. It happens to you too. So mm. I just start, I, I just walk up to them now with my arms yeah. out. And I, like, as if to say, like, all right, just, you know, I don't wait for them yeah, to yeah. summon me. Yeah. And yeah, you, and you take the, the offense time, opposed to the defense. That's right. I that's walk up I to them and go, yeah, mate, here we go. And they all, every single time now, they go, oh, don't worry, mate, on your way. Yeah. On your way. Every time, every single time. So you're fucking onto something there. You volunteer at first, they wave you through. They wave you through. Fantastic. Look what we're doing. I don't know anything about safety. You don't know anything about security. We fucking fixed it again. Fixed it. Exactly. That's how you work around it. It's all about appearances. Um, So let's see how these people are doing here. Wilbur Wild. Is it Wilbur Wild? It's Wilbur Wild. Jesus. so this is the for our American listeners. I prefer uh, him a racist, if I'm going to be brutally honest. <laughs> I prefer that he was a racist, Greeno, don't you? Uh, no, it was Daryl that was a racist, wasn't it? I, uh, I, th- I thought they all were. <laughs> They're all racist, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're racist by association, that's how yes, it rolls. Yes, good. So this is the new government campaign for to get people vaccinated, even though we're already at 85% or whatever fucking may be. 85%. Uh, 
So they've decided, look, hey, we need to get, we need to get the. Who's going to push us over the line, over the finish line? Because you, because you think about it as well. If you, you, think about, you think about the demographic of the the people that may be unvaccinated. <laughs> It's probably it's, probably it's probably the youth of Australia, right? It's We're talking right. the Who are the people most likely to be vaccinated, Greg? It's <laughs> the people fuckers. who still throw their the you know their soiled panties at Wilbur Wild. <laughs> but they have to but they have to get their son-in-law to shimmy it off their cold legs because they can't move their arms since the stroke. <laughs> Exactly. So the Australian government's looked at this as like, look, we've still got fucking fifteen percent to go, and we've got to get the kids on board. <laughs> so, so let, let's let's do an ad because the kids they love the ad, they love their music. They love, they love <laughs> they're the watching music TV, Greedo. The kids watch so much TV, they just TV. all love the commercial breaks. We'll put a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> the kids love advertisements. Trust me, there is nobody under the age of thirty watching ten news ever. No, no news. nobody. No, no, this segment was on 10 years. Uh, this is the ad that they're putting out there. But you're right. There's not one kid who's watching advertising. Like, they don't, don't even watch, watch TV anymore, anymore Greeno. They yeah. don't watch TV. They stream shit. Yeah, well, they'll find this funny way to sneak this in the stream. But let's have a look at the ad and, and see if we can pick up anything interesting about it. All of these people supposed to be famous, or are they just normal idiots? Uh, I think they're supposedly famous. All of them. Who they are is beyond me, though. I don't know any of these. Oh people. no, I don't think they're all famous. I think there might be some randos in there. I think they they they, they plug some nurses in there. Look at a uh, little. Uh, what's he there? Frankie J. Frankie J. Frank Holden, J. Holden dancing. Yeah. Look, we got him dancing, Greta. <laughs> dancing in, in a beautiful red velvet shirt as well. Da, na, na. That joke's not going to play no, well on the podcast. No, it's fucking very funny on the video. But it's, it's so funny on the video. I'm going to have to do it again. No, 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 I know I've done this before, but I, I mean it when I say it. I, he, Frankie J is another one that I genuinely thought was already dead. He might be I dead, didn't know, yeah. I didn't know what he was fucking, I didn't know he was around I, still. I He's such an obscure what? fucking celebrity to roll out to get young people vaccinated. It's ridiculous. Well, that, that's that's kind of the point of this segment. Let's keep tally of what celebrities we've got in there. So we've got okay. Wilbur Wilde, who hasn't been on television the better part of 20 years. We've got Frankie J. Holden, whose heyday was probably about 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, what, was he even, what was he even on? What was his thing? Uh, he was on like he was on in Melbourne tonight. The uh I am the second yeah. version. IMT late at night on a a Monday, mm. and it wasn't very successful. It was a rip off of the original one with like um, Kennedy. Was it Kennedy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a jab. Get a jab. I think I saw Troy Casadaly in there. Troy Casadaly, Wilbur Wilde, uh, Frankie J. Holden thus far. Gee, Angry Anderson's look better, hasn't he? On the right here, Greeno. Oh, is that Angry Anderson, is it? No. <laughs> oh, can't see. His head's cut off in the video. Oh, right. Well, that's that's pretty unfortunate for old Angry, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So How much did it cost us 
Yeah. Uh, it's like 2.8 million, something like that. Fuck um, off. You actually, it's a bit dick. more than that. Uh, how, much was so, this, how much did this ad cost? The I, I actually don't know. I didn't, I didn't look it up. I bet it was millions because Frankie J so wouldn't come cheap. Uh, Frankie's not cheap. So they've got uh, so much right. So they've got Frankie J Holden hasn't been relevant for forty years. Wilbur Wilde who hasn't been relevant for thirty years. Yeah. They've, they've taken a song, get a job that was released about fifty years ago. Yes. To, to try and get the young people over the line. This is how boomers do awareness campaigns. Yeah. That, is, is it on TikTok? Is it on? Uh, I want to. I want to see Frankie J on TikTok. Probably is, you know. It's probably what they had in mind. I reckon they saw crappy fucking nurse dancing videos, quote unquote, going viral because mm. corporate media would share it around and go, look how fun this is. But then every normal person would be like, oh, we're sick of the fucking dancing nurses. Fuck. Yeah. You know? So they've seen that and they've gone, short- this thing goes off its tits. Let's do a cheesy <laughs> dance. Let's do a cheesy dance along to a fucking satirical mock-up version of a, a song from 50 years ago. That'll get the kids yeah. tingling in the nether regions. <laughs> Jabbing up. Because they're clueless because um, they're clueless fucking boomers, Greeno. Mm. They think this they, they think this stuff matters. They think it works. Would it, would it make more sense? Once again, you know nothing about advertising, I know nothing about vaccines. Would it make more sense to make the vaccine the new designer drug? That's I've said that before too. Let's call it oh, turbo yeah, let's call it turbo yeah. dragon. Yeah. So if you call and it Turbo Dragon, the kids, the kids and, will be and, like, and man. It. Yeah, fuck don't, yeah. Don't make them go to a vac center, like just sell it on the black market, just at, at clubs and whatnot. Let them in. Just, right. hey, man, fucking, I'm going to go to the bathrooms. Hey, hey, man, it's the new hottest thing hitting the streets. Yeah. If you want to get in the club, you've got to take this Turbo Dragon. No, no, it's Ooh. cool, man. I've got my own shit. No, I mean, if you want to get in the club, you've got to take the Turbo take Dragon. Take the Turbo Dragon. And then yeah. sign up for the app and, like, basically you've got to upload your tax file number mm. and your social security <laughs> number. And then after you take the turbo dragon, then we can let you in the club. No, send you, send, you, send you a survey about the turbo dragon. That's um, so that's someone I want to see introduced mm. by the drug dealers out on the street. Yeah, I'd like to see like a survey sent afterwards, similar to the jab. Did you approve where, of my gear, my fat skunk? Yeah. No. Did you have any side effects of the gear? Yeah. Um, you Would know. you say the gear made you dizzy uh, and or hungry? <laughs> did you experience <laughs> nausea? Did you feel nausea? Yeah. What other symptoms did you get from said gear? And and fucking so that way you give them the because the, I feel the drug dealers don't get enough you know direct feedback. Mm. Um, well, more probably we'll do that. Probably in the places like Canada and uh, you know Colorado and shit where it's legal, they probably do have fucking customer surveys. So what did you think of our Afghan strain? Uh, would you mm. say it made you peckish after dinner? Did it help you sleep? I mean, ah. you know, these things go in our reviews. I, I gave I gave Greeno's skunk-ass nigger weed uh, three out of five stars. It made me very hungry and creative, but then I couldn't get my dick up later on. So <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> two stars minus two stars for that. That's a survey. That's a survey kind of like a questionnaire I'd like to be a part of, like yeah. the writing of. Like how many strangers did you hug yes. during this period? Like <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Like it just did you feel you, you had an adequate amount of love? Did you um, did you were you overcome with a sudden urge to listen to Nirvana albums? Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Did you light a candle, yes or no? And was it fragrant? Yeah. If so, was it fragrant? lavender, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What fragrance was your preferred fragrance? Yeah. I only do lavender in the stick, Greeno, in the yeah. stick form. 
Steakball. Yeah. Not a big fan of lavender personally. I used oh, to think too, lavender. It's too thick. It's too. It's too pungent, yeah. isn't it? Lavender. It's, it is. It is too pungent. I used to do lavender in the uh, the air freshener in the bathroom until the yeah. wife put a stop to it. She's like enough with the fucking lavender spray. What are you yeah. talking about? I'd rather smell like, shit. She, I'm like, well, like, what, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was my my <laughs> argument. I'm like, hang on, you're the option here. You can smell fucking turds. You can smell lavender. And she's like, we'll just get a different smell. I'm like, well, now we're being fucking like pecky, like petty about which smell goes into the air freshener? Yes. Like, like, I don't understand. I like your um, odorless Glen 20, Greeno. I want to nuke the air, you know, nah, with disinfectant. See, see, I, see, I want an ambient, so I want something that kind of just brings up. I, I have like a – do you ever have those air things that go in your car? Like, um, yeah, that you clip onto the clip yeah, onto the little clip vent on. thing. Yeah. Now, they seem like the dumbest idea ever, right? No, they sh- that but, shit works. It works but that, really well. well. Firstly, that shit works. But secondly, it's like, well, why would you bother? Like, it just makes your car smell and it'll fine. Yeah. But every time someone ever hopped in my car, they're like, oh, your car smells lovely. Yeah. And, and I'm like, fucking oath it does. And if it got smells nice, it seems clean. It too. seems clean, spot on. That's the other um, thing. You get, People will let a lot of dust and shit slide as long as it doesn't smell like an asshole in there. Mm, you know? Exactly. That's that's the thing. They're just like, oh, this car's lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, how the fuck did we end up here? I have no idea what we're talking about. I like stories about pinatas. When we doing the finance segment last? No, nah, here we go. Our money, our tax money at work. Let's get to Jim N-word uh, story that we were two Jim N-word stories this week. Okay. After the last fortnight's Jim N-word super show, we scaled it back to two this week instead of the dozen we did last time. Um, what's the first one we got here, Damo? My husband keeps being promoted. He doesn't know it's because I bonk his boss. Now, is this a good chick supporting her husband's career? I say Well, it's all about support, isn't it? I agree. I think that's that's definitely nice, Gary. That's um, that's, that's female empowerment, really. It really is. Now, people talk about, you know, uh, what is it, the glass ceiling. Mm. Now, this is a way to break through the glass ceiling, but doing it in a in This is kind of a fixer. Yeah, I think so. Too. Like, you know, why are angry feminists so concerned with breaking through the glass ceiling, Greeno, when they could make a very fine life for themselves marrying a husband who has a chance to be successful because he's a man and then yeah. fogging up the glass ceiling with your own breath whilst you frantically fuck his superiors? Think I mean, about it. Think about it. No, it's a better it's life, isn't it? It's, it's still get the SUV. Out. You still get the little fucking outings to the gym and the cafe exactly. with the girlfriends. You know, because all of it, here's the thing, right? The so holidays about, in France. It's all about all. thinking outside the box, or in this case, inside the box. Inside um, the box. But if, if you look at it, 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 it seems to be. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't want to come across as, as anti-feminist. Definitely. Not. Um, we're very pro-feminists on this show. We love. We feminists. are very pro-feminist. We got the misogynists and sexists and chauvinists. Yeah. The, the soundbite. We even got a soundbite. Um, chauvinists and sexists and misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. Do you feel that uh, there, there may be an issue? It's all about the the credit going. Like, it's all about the the image, if you will, right. because ultimately, when it comes down to the finances, this glass ceiling is being broken mm. by this lady sleeping with the boss and the husband is skyrocketing through the business. That's right. Unlike the woman, right? Yeah. But she's still getting the perks of said that because of her actions, but she's not getting the credit. Mm. So I, I feel like the issue with the glass ceiling is not about the fact there's unequal pay. 
It's just about where the credit comes. Oh, uh-huh. so, so you think doing- you think she deserves a trophy for her whoring activities? Great. Yes, exactly. I feel like she okay. she just needs to be credited for that, it's and a hot that take. balances it. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, she's earning zero. He's now he's now earning one fifty k, but. Had the glass ceiling been vice versa, if she'd not bonked the boss, she might have had a job for 75K. He That's might right. have a job for 75K. It's a net zero. Yeah. You get where I'm coming from? I do. <laughs> I feel like the feminists will say, well, she's not getting the credit for what she's doing to get to the glass ceiling. Right. Because she's putting the work for the 75K, but the husband's getting 75K, but then she's she's reaping the rewards of the extra 75K. Now she's got 150. Well, I think, you know, if she wants if she wants to take a bigger cut, Greeno, she should, you know, not only suck the boss's dick, but then also, you know, pick up the phone every now and then. The take work. some fucking, yeah. go grab some fucking purchase orders on your way in. You know, what chip in around trying- the office, Greeno. Change the fucking ink in the printer from time so to time. So once again, it's all about perception. I feel this is proactive feminism. Right. Because <laughs> she's doing her part. To make sure she's getting the bickies in. Okay. Just subversively. Right. So it doesn't show up in a statistic. That's the problem. Nah, it doesn't. And once again, good tax evasion. Good tax evasion. You see, you're all on top of the nice tax evasion. Game. That's right. Greeno, registered accountant, my friend Greeno. Yeah. Uh, he knows all well, the tricks and the whores. Yeah. Uh, Black market. Black market accountant. Absolutely. Uh, this this one also came from Jim Edwards. Soccer star Amanita Diallo arrested for allegedly orchestrating attack on PSG teammate Kira Hamrau- Hamrari. Wow. Hamrawi? Hamwowie. He's fucking racist. Nice, Gary. So, yeah, but I was going to read the story, but then I thought, well, I don't know if I'm as interested in that as I am on this. The New York Post video, you know how sometimes people put videos that have nothing to do with the story in these yeah. little things? Now, I think we should watch this, Greeno. This video is called Man Seen Sanding His Feet on New Jersey Transit. Do you want to see a guy sanding his feet, Greeno? Because <laughs> I kind of do. Why, yeah, why not? Okay. Let's, let's... Do you reckon it's like a cheese grater kind of situation? Because he ah. might have big calluses. I've got big calluses on my heels, you know. It could be a callus. Yeah, it could be a callus situation. Yeah. Then you yeah, scrape that off. And you can sit there and get Just the, the file it on it. Yeah. Yeah, but this way, get the sander out. And then and then think about like the funny thing is, Greeno, all that dead skin on the floor of the train, and it's probably mm. not even the dirtiest thing there. Yeah, I would say that's still pretty hygienic compared to most of the shit I see on the floor of a train. Making the shit he's making the place cleaner by putting ah. his dead skin there as a kind of like a pillow for his feet to walk on as he leaves. Yeah. Okay, let's have a look here. Hang on, where's my audio? I don't think the audio makes much of a difference. It's literally oh, no, 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 because listen, it's an electric one. <laughs> Just doing some footwork there on the train, Greeno. No, why not? He's being productive. You've got to make use of, of travel time. Wow. Some people will respond to emails. Some people read books. This guy, he's like, I'm going to take care of the bunions. <laughs> Take care of the bunions. Nice, Gary. Makes you wonder um, why he has them if he catches the train, Greeno. That's usually yeah. reserved for people who walk places. Fair call. Uh, before we go to the break, though, uh, look, uh, this, sorry, this is fucking, this is pretty serious. Like, this is a Tonya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan kind of situation there. Uh-huh. Um, the only saving grace uh, for the charges that uh, Amanita was, was facing hmm. is the fact that as soon as the attacker came anywhere near her, Kira fell to the ground, writhing, pretending to be in pain, asking for a penalty. Really? Okay. Mm. Well, that was the fucking punchline, man. That was going to be the uh, the ad break. Awkward. 
Should we go? Could, should we do another finance segment to go to the break then? Go on a high note? No. <laughs> it's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. My... I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ. What are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? You don't have to ruin my evening. Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, uh, come on, you secretly guy. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter. At the starting block, drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Boys and girls, when you realize that you're back announced and you're kind of halfway through it and you're like, oh, I've still got plenty of time anyway. Uh, let's just wait it out and see what happens. Uh, I was thinking earlier today about some of my favorite moments on this show uh, yeah. over the last year have been the, you know, the jokes that kind of died in the awkward silence afterwards. That last mm. segment was not one of them. It was just, no, it was just a fucking big old flat dud. Uh, no, no good there. All right, then. Uh- <laughs> Speaking of fun segments, Greeno, uh, during the commercial break, BE tweeted us, uh, put this in the DM, and <clears throat> apparently there's a place, I had no idea, called the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. And this, okay. is, this is what BE does for this program, ladies and gentlemen. 
and he has found Frankie McDonald talking bobbleheads, which you can purchase for just thirty dollars. Nice, Gary. wow! Look at the Frankies here. Look at this. You're almost losing money if you don't buy that. So there's Frankie McDonald. Oh, look, there's a video of him with the fucking doll, Greeno. Look at this. I got in the mail today a talking Frankie down bobblehead. This this is meta as fuck, Green. Nice, Gary. <laughs> Frankie McDonald holding a talking Frankie McDonald bobblehead. Bobblehead. So thank you so yeah. much for that, BE. That's fucking amazing. I'm I'm definitely going to invest it. I want a, a talking Frankie McDonald bobblehead on my work desk. And I'm just I and could... when I'm feeling down, I'm just gonna tap him, mm. tap him on the forehead, and he's gonna go. It's 34 degrees outside, and I'll be like, ah, okay, back to work, everyone. Life is good. Life is good. Um, I'm I'm seeing this and I'm getting concerned, Damo. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit concerned. I'm, I'm thinking Frankie's already getting too big for us. Uh, he's he is pretty like, massive. I'm not going to lie. We've just, we just brought him on for the weather report yeah. and the finance segments. We doubled down. We doubled his paycheck. Yeah. And he's got bobbleheads. I'm worried he's, he's going to big climb us. Look, we, put it out there. I genuinely this is you know open the kimono. I genuinely brought yeah. Frankie to the show one week because I thought you know it was a little light. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we play this Frankie McDonald video of him just doing the air siren noise? <laughs> we'll call it the weather report. <laughs> and that'll kill that'll kill three minutes of the show. Because that's how little we that's how little we respect our audience. Nice, Gary! <laughs> I, t- I told you, we really? to- we've told you from the start, we're both big David Letterman fans. So yeah. we're just we here to waste, waste your time. time. Yeah. Spot on. And we're doing it well tonight. I know. To be, wasting to my honest. fucking time now. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing we're doing eighties movie reviews. What a waste of <laughs> fucking 20, time. So open the show. Normally you open with a big strong segment. We were we were reviewing forty eight hours in Miracle Beach. We opened open the, the we opened the show today with Greeno going. Well, when I listened to the forty eight hours DVD director's commentary, <laughs> they were, they were talking about the differences between uh, you know what happened in the transition between Beverly Hills Cop, and then it was really interesting. They really it was really good, and then yeah. they wanted Sylvester Stallone, and he then he went co- and made Cobra Green. No, Cobra, another movie no one saw. No, exactly. We're back to talk about movies again, just like that. Yeah, uh, full circle. Ah, uh, let's talk some MLB awards, Damo. Okay. It's awards season. Uh, finally, they managed to stretch, stretch his pony out, right? Like, mm. I guess they're trying to make sure they're still covering pages and you know getting clicks and whatnot. So they they spread out the MLB awards over the course of two weeks. For me, too long. Like that's just too much. Like they the start of the two week cycle was, hey, here's the finalists in each award, and I'm like, no, 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 just fucking tell the awards already. Um, but two awards I want to mention. Firstly, Australian Liam Hendricks was named the uh, 2021 AL Reliever of the Year for the second straight season. He's the first first pitcher ever to receive that award, award in consecutive seasons. So a little fucking Aussie bloke who, um, Australian not known for, for baseball, has won back-to-back Reliever of the Year awards. And also you'll in- be pleased to know, Greeno, recently announced he's now sponsored by Bitcoin. Nice, <laughs> Ironically, he is a Perth boy. Um, <laughs> that the, the, unbelievable, and he ended up coming eighth overall in the. Bit the... Going. 
Good luck, Perth. There well done, Perth. Um, he ended up coming eighth overall in the Cy Young as well. Uh, I think that's the first time ever an Australian's received okay. Cy Young votes. So oh, really? this dude creating some history here. First ever back-to-back receiver of the year awards ever, mm. and it's done by an Aussie. Um, and also the fact that, yeah, uh, first ever Cy Young votes for an Aussie as well. So I kind of like, like the idea that the reliever never wins two years in a row because it's it's poetic. <laughs> Well, it's just so volatile. <laughs> well, because like, the reliever gets relieved every year. Yeah, well, that as well. Yeah. But it's also the fact that it's so hard to be good for multiple years in a row as, yeah. as a reliever and dominant because it just doesn't happen. So You only need to be good for a couple of innings. That's all. Well, no, 100 innings this year for him. But 100 innings. Yeah, a couple yeah. every game, though. In relief. Yeah. Um, and then our boy, Shohei. Shohei unanimous- Otani. Unanimous MVP uh, award winner today. So congratulations yes. to Shohei. Only the second ever um, Japanese player to, to win the award after Ichiro. Right. And um, just, yeah, uh, I think he's only the he's the fourth unanimous player that's active order that's Ooh. ever won the award as well. So Hang on, um, and I need to interrupt for a second because uh, I did see when I was scrolling through the starting block um, Discord earlier, Greeno, I did mm-hmm. see something that Jim Enwood put in the chat, and I think we should bring it up. U.S. Sportsbook hit with seven-figure loss after your Los Angeles uh, Angels Shohei Atani named American League MVP. Oh, I love no, it when the bookies Jerry. take a hit. Don't Isn't you? that a thing of beauty? Well, because no that. one believed he could do it, right? So at the start of the year, everyone's like, look, if Shohei can pitch and hit, he will be the MVP. Even if he does both pretty good, yep. um, he should be the MVP. And he did both great. Yeah. So the bookies were like, well, hang on. The guy hasn't been out. He's coming back from uh, like an injury pitching-wise. He's never pitched more than, you know, X amount of innings in a year. There's no way he's winning the MVP, and he and he did it. Um, and he, no, he, so and he didn't just do it. You would have to be in another fucking reality to pick. Imagine if one person, like just say there's a judging panel. How does it, how do they pick the MVP, Greener? Everybody votes, right? No, there's 30 uh, – sorry, yeah, 30 writers. So two writers okay. from each – Area, I think it is. I don't know, maybe okay. it's more than 30. There's two writers from each area. Um, basically, no, it is 30. There's 30 overall. So okay. they've got 30 different chapters in the Baseball Writers Association, yeah. and there's two writers for each of so each area. Right. And they all put in a, a 10, 9876 okay. vote all the way. Well, I can't imagine any one of them, if they're sane, rational people, being able to pick anyone other than Shohei Atani as the and MVP. They because That's why he, he would have to be unanimously the best. So the U.S. bookmaker Greeno lost. Get this. Listen to this. One million dollars on that. Just one. Nice, is that it? Gary. Is that one. it? Just one. One. one no. Million. One bookmaker. One guy lost yeah. a million dollars on March yeah, nineteen. A better in Nevada placed. So he placed the guy bet thirty thousand on Otani to win MVP at. Uh, on March 19. That's a lot of fucking yeah. money on the table, isn't it? That's a lot of money, yeah. Yeah, and he gets a million out of it. Fucking nice, Gary. Nice, well done, Gary! Got him. Fantastic. Which, uh, so award season all done and dusted, uh, which brings us now. Like, let's let's fucking talk the serious business. Yeah. Bit of hot stove, baby. Hot stove. What's uh, happening with the stoves? What is our stove, stove situation this year? Can you refresh our memories? or? Uh, so off memory, fuck, I really should write this stuff down. Um, last year, we'd already bought the new stove, right? We yep. bought the stove at the start of the, the season and then we had COVID hit. 
So we're sitting here, fucking dick in our hand, a la Tim Payne, where we're like, well, what are we going to do with this new stove? There's no fucking, there's no action. Do you reckon he's no... better with that than he is with the bat? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I wouldn't be hard, would it, Greeno? Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. You sure? You sure? Hope it's hard, Damo. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So he's um, waiting. He's waiting. Gonna. So he's staying in the team, though, Tim Payne. He's staying in the team. He's sticking around. Okay. He's gonna loiter like that weird cousin. Uh, we just like, man. What are you still fucking doing here? Like, <laughs> the only reason you're in the team is because you're a captain. Just but give like, the gloves back to Matthew Wade and let's get on with it. You know. Ah, uh, you can't give it to Wadey, man. He's like, his his glove works terrible. Yeah, he can't um, see. He's blind as a bat. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly. He can barely see um, the ball. I don't even know how he hits it. Did we talk about the fact the Aussies won the the T20? No, I part? didn't even know we won. That's yeah, we how won. little. That's how little I care about T20. Like, exactly. Green and myself aren't lying when we say this. Look, I'll watch it if it's on, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I can be, if there's nothing else if on, I can be I'm asked. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. you know. And but every now and then we'll, I'll get into a game. Remember when we went to the T20 at the SCG oh, and like no, that, that, we got that's into different it. Different when you go. Yeah. That was awesome. We were at the SCG. We were in the member stand, drinking piss, watching cricket. Drinking piss. Yeah. It was it was the experience opposed to the game. Yeah, that's right. We were. The experience would have been even better if it was a test match. I have enjoyed some T20 games, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, But the nighttime T20s against, like, you know, a fucking India or Sri Lanka or sometimes, they can be entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this T20 World Cup, like, I wasn't getting up at fucking one in the morning or whatever it was on to no, watch man. the cunt. <laughs> I, watched, I watched the KO Mini the next day. How long did the Mini bet- go for? Ah, oh, fucking 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it was in between me watching the F1 replay and the MotoGP replay. Right. That's how little I cared. I'm like, well, I've got to watch the F1 first, even though Australia won. That's a that's a little fuck. So I after did. getting smacked by England, like humiliated by England, and they were all fucking cocky and shit after that, oh, were yeah, they? Yeah. They thought they were going to win the thing. We end up winning it, and they yeah. fucking lost in the semis. Yeah. Fucking suck a dick, England. How do you like that? Nice, <laughs> oh, Gary. Nice, Gary. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're gearing up for the ashes, so all we're getting is stories oh. about Tim Payne's dick right. and <laughs> and racist blackface wearing England players, and then they're like, "By the way, Ashes started a couple of weeks." Oh, beautiful! Nice, Gary. Fantastic. I want you to, I want you to soundbite that little bit for me. Suck a dick, nice, Gary. That was perfect delivery, sir. Uh, I want that as a soundbite, just play ready, like suck a dick, nice, Gary. Yeah, we'll get it done. Uh, give yourself a nice Gary for that one. Give a nice Gary for the nice Gary. Nice, nice, nice Gary. Now, uh, where were we at your hot stove? So, yeah, where, where, where were we? We were at the new stove um, last year. Then we had the COVID. So the oh, that's right. right. We're still talking about the fucking stove. <laughs> we just started the stove. We just started again. We just started talking about it. God, it's going to go for like 10 more minutes. It's like a bit ADD in this motherfucker. It's late at night. We've been working all week. Um, it's no good. Hey, you, ca- you keep talking about the fucking stove. I'm going to grab another beer. Hang on. Well, here's the thing. Well, I'm going to do a quick story time inside before we get to the stove. So uh, this is this is beach by time because we were talking uh, earlier about how uh, last week me and you ah. caught up at Sydney. You all right? <laughs> all right. You're good. All right, still talking about the stove? No, I was making sure you were all good. I think you were flying over there. No, I was just saying, we were uh, we, we caught up last week at the beach, mm. which means it's time for Greener to get the beach body intact because we couldn't take the shirt off. That's right. So I've been, I've been off the beers. Uh, so this is the most sober I've what, ever done the show. Since then? 
Oh, no, since like the week before that. Oh, wow. I realised Beach Boy need to get, fucking get, get back in Well, pack. no wonder you were so snippy with me on Twitter earlier today. <laughs> Just, that was just shits and giggles. You need, a, you need to get a couple of pisses into your fucking relax, bro. Bants. All bants. Uh, where were we? Hot stove. So- your bants can be very hurtful when I'm drunk. I'll have you know. <laughs> I saw your reply. I'm like, dude, I'm just fucking around. Calm down. So am I. I was, I was worried. I was worried. I, I messed up. I'm like, am I meant to be there at 7.30? Fuck, well, it was at 8.30. I swear yeah, it's I don't know why I thought 7.30 all of a sudden. I don't. It was the old time. It's all good. Yeah. Anyway, it's, like it's, when 10, it's 10 o'clock now, so we've really fucked the pooch on that <laughs> nice, one. Nice, Gary! <laughs> Wasting people's time. Wasting so the stove. So I bought the stove last year, uh, fresh one, because we were worried about the year before, no good, had, had bad trade period. Couldn't get so anything we were, bubbling on the fucking thing, Greeno. Nothing was bubbling. We already had the D-nut and debacle, so we moved on from that. <laughs> D-nut fresh stove. debacle. <laughs> we got the gas top. We got the fucking nice solid gas top. A gas top with nice. an emergency switch just in case, you know, we just do have a, the, the kindling of another Dean Hutton debacle. Exactly. We got the separate bottle as well this time because we got the main gas main. We got the gas main, but then yeah. we've also we're like, look, let's say the gas cuts out, then we can be fucked in the hot stove. Sorry. Let's get a separate gas bottle. So we got the separate gas bottle, we got the connection, we got the, the stove, we got the new stove, we installed it. We had a pretty good, pretty good hot stove last year. Did you do year, you realize that the hot stove is probably the worst in joke of all time on any show, Greeno? Because if you uh, if someone just randomly came in and was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna check out the stove, well, yeah, my friend said it's really good and they talk about sports and stuff. Oh, okay, and you go in. And then it's like, so listen, we've got the separate burner on the stove this time, okay? Because of the Dean Hutton debacle. And they're like, who the fuck's Dean Hutton? Don't worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's Unity Day? Day. It's, it's, this is ridiculous. Went, yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's very stupid. Like, we admit it. Yeah. Um, so tell me more about the stove because we've got another so five <laughs> minutes to kill here. We've got to really drag this shit out. Because <laughs> we get nothing better to do at ten o'clock at night Australian time. Nothing. Um, so uh, we realised, like, like I looked at looked at the budget. Obviously, the budget hit us hard last year uh, with with the lockdown. We didn't get no JobKeeper last year because mm. it's only if you actually earn money off the show. We didn't earn any money, so we couldn't get any money in the budget. No. They're like, well, what do you mean? Like, we we put in an application. They're like, what's this Mountain Dew? And I'm like, well, that's what we get paid. And they're like, well, we can't give you seven fifty a week. In replacement of Mountain Dew, well, that's what we get paid though. Can yeah. we just can we do the equivalent? Look, of, it's minimum wage. You know, it's minimum yeah. wage. It's not robbing us or anything. We accepted the contract. We probably should have read it first, but you we know. probably should have put it. Yeah, probably should have got our lawyers over it. Uh, if more. I had read it first, I would have demanded two cases of Mountain Dew, Greeno. Exactly. Oh, then I think we would have had more of a better position when we're trying to get our job. More leverage. So, yeah. Exactly. So uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get the job keeper last year. So our budget was a little bit limited this year. Mm. So uh, ultimately, we had to sit there and apply for government grants. Right. Now, the government grants, when it came to the hot stove budget, yes, bit, bit limited as well, Very which is limited. unfortunate. Yeah. I try to I try to explain to, to fucking Frydenberg the importance of the stove that the fans they need to understand the temperature at all times. Something to rally uh, around, Greeno. Something to rally around. Something to lift the spirits yep. uh, of the Australian public. Like not all of us can be Wilbur Wild and the fucking get a jab ad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we try to do do our part for the Australian public to get them to like we're not going to sit there in subliminally say go to jab. Um, BE, the Earth reporter in the chat, Greeno says it's only nine PM here, boys. Punch through. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you, BE, for listening. I'm glad we still got our one listener. Yeah. Um, so uh, unfortunately, the, the budget was limited. The, uh, Josh Frydenberg sent me a uh, well through his office sent mm. me a letter back. 
and said, look, no, you're not getting the JobKeeper, uh, but we're definitely not paying for a new stove because your stove still looks new from last year. We feel like it didn't matter if it looks new. Uh, and, and look, in Josh's defense, he's rock. Slap a like, coat of paint on it and then it looks new and then you don't get anything? That's bullshit, Karina. I think smack bang new. We've got to check under the hood. Year. So Josh requested, firstly, uh, government policy is you've got to reuse the stove this year. I'm like, okay. sweet. Okay, all good. Stove's still in good nick. We're, we're happy days. No cash for clunkers scheme, unfortunately. No cash for clunkers, unfortunately, because they said not quite a clunker. Yeah, if we yeah. had the old stove from 2018, good to go. It's clunky. Quite, it's clunky, clunky, but not, but not a clunker. Clunky. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a little things. Yeah. Um, so from there, Josh said, look, here's what we can do. We'll pay for the water. Because oh, the nice government guy. only gives you a little. No, uh, long, long story short, uh, yeah, it's a rebate. So we've got to pay for the water first. Yeah, and <laughs> they'll then, pay us and back. Then, and then submit an application to the government. They'll get back to us in six to nine months about uh, refunding us a certain percentage of the water we use for said hot stone. No, you got it all wrong, Greener. That's not the way it works at all. What will happen is in six to nine months we'll get correspondence saying that we actually filled out the wrong form retrospectively because at the time it was the right form but we've since merged that department and now you have to fill out a new form and go to the back of the queue again. Mm, fair call. Which fair will call. be just in time for next year's hot stove. Yeah, she's hot stove, exactly. Um, so with all that being said, put the pot on the pan, ready to go, put our water waiting, filled in the form. We had this happen so far on the hot stove. Mm -hmm. Andrew Heaney signed with the Dodgers on a one-year contract for $8 million. Yeah. We had Noah Syndergaard uh, reject his qualifying offer from the New York Mets and signed a $21 million deal with the Los Angeles Angels to now actually be a pitcher there with Shohei Atane. Mm -hmm. We've got Jose Barrios agreed to an eight-year, uh, sorry, seven-year contract with the Blue Jays. Uh, for about $125 million off the top of my head. I didn't write that down. And uh, we had Justin Verlander get a one-year deal for $25 million with the Astros. And Brandon Bolt accept an $18.9 million deal qualifying offer to stay at the Giants. So the stove is bubbling early. There's a bit of bubble. Uh, I'm liking it. I'm disappointed by the government fucking inact inaction when it came to the hot stove and, and the rebates, but I'm happy with the boil. Do you realize, Greeno, that the portion <laughs> of the show... The portion of the show that you put the most effort into takes yeah. the least amount of time to do. So you put more effort into the baseball stats segment mm -hmm. of the show, which usually like goes for about three minutes, two to three minutes max. Yeah, but, there's, but there's 10 to 15 minutes of padding of either side of it. So, yeah. But then don't forget the last, if you've been listening since the start, and I don't know why you would be, but okay. you've been listening for about 94 minutes or thereabouts. And, uh, and, that, and there yeah. has been no effort put into any of that. None. None of Zero. It. <laughs> yeah. So the, the part of the show that he, he spends the most time on and learns the most about is the part of the show that we just did, which was the reading of the baseball statistics. And, the, you know, the, he got signed for X so, amount of money, the hot stove. Yeah. That, that takes the most amount of time. Nice Gary Greeno. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. Uh, we're going to skip 10, 11. Let's go to 12 and wrap up the show uh, okay. because we've got to, got to do a stat man in the show. I'm going to stat man. I'm a stat man. Uh, to one Valentino Rossi who Valet ended his illustrious career this weekend. Um, I, tried to do the, I tried to do the right thing. I, I thought, look, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to stay up and watch Valet's final race. I normally, I'm just too old to do that shit anymore. Yeah. I used to. 
be a guy who'd stay up all night watching F1 to be able to go to work 5 a.m. the next morning. I'm all good on no sleep. Now, just too old, too many kids, and too much effort, not going to do it. But I'm like, it's fucking Valentino Rossi. I've got to stay up and watch this thing. Assuming the races start about 10.30. Okay. Because that's when the Where races normally start. Uh, Spain. Uh, Espanol. Okay. Unfortunately, the race didn't start until after midnight. Right. Yeah. So I sat there and watched all the undercarriage and like the the minor categories. So we had uh, Moto Three and Moto Two. Mm. Now, firstly, Moto Three, that racing is off its tits. There must have been forty five lead changes during. Yeah, because the they're because they're all like they're all on the, all the bikes the have bike. to be basically uniform. And, I know, and how and, good is it? And they're all like fucking 16, 17-year-old, 18-year-old kids, aren't they, who are just fucking fearless, who want to win Spot so on. they can get the new contract to go up a division. Spot on, but it's the most unbelievable racing. There was literally 12 races all with a chance on the final lap to win right. the, the Grand Prix. It was so good. Um, then I watched Moto2, not realising that Remy Gardner, uh, the Aussie, hmm. had the chance to be the first uh, Aussie in 52 years off the top of my head uh, to win a, a Moto2 crown or the intermediate classes it's referred to, yeah. and he won it. Um, oh, so, yeah, nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Is he going to step up next year? Or? He sure is. He's got a contract with Ducati for Ducati. next year. Ducati. We're, we're, we're keeping the Aussie-Ducati connection alive. I like it. Well, we are, we've already got Jack Miller there in the Moto, Moto GP for anyway. So he's already on, there, on Ducati yeah. as well. Mm, yeah. So, so we've had Casey Stoner, Troy Bayless, um, yep. and now and these got, two boys as well. Yeah, Jack Miller and then Remy Gardner going up next year. So, so they're going to have so two good. Aussie boys on the same bike. That's fantastic. Yes, but I'll, uh, I think so he's which on one like, will be sitting on the back of the bike and which one will be driving? On the front, exactly. Yeah. Well, there's like eight, eight Ducatis in the field next year. Is there really? Uh, Does Honda yeah, still – is Honda there? Are all the classics still there? Kawasaki, yes, Honda? Uh, yeah. uh, not Kawasaki. you got you got the Honda. You've got the Yamaha. KTM. You know, you've got the KTM. Uh, well, KTM is more in the lower classes. Okay. Um, you got, and you've got Suzuki and then you've got the, the Ducatis. Ducatis. So – um, once again, off track. So I thought, I'm going to start, I'm going to watch Valley's race. And then the wife was like, look, uh, why don't you just watch it in bed? And I'm like, if I go to bed You'll fall and watch it in there, I'm going to fall asleep. And she's like, no, 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 you'd be right. If you so lay I, down, you fall asleep. That's what I I was like, so I stayed up. I, was, I watched Remy Gardner win the um, the Moto2 like championship. He came like 12th in the race and that's all he needed to do. Yep. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. I'm like, look, it's midnight. I've literally got to get up, go to work, drop the kids off. I'll, I'll watch. I'm pretty wired. I'll be good. I'm going to go watch Valley's final race in bed. And I literally crashed out before I got to lap two. So, <laughs> nice, you saw the start, though. You saw the start. I saw, I saw the start. But not the and finish. I'm like, and then next thing I know, I woke up and it was like my alarm was going off. I'm like, what the fuck happened? How did I miss? I had to watch a replay. I was gutted. And what, but- was, what was on TV when you woke up? Was it like breakfast, you know? Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Breakfast well, like church stuff, you know how you get that church stuff early in the morning. Yeah, it was no Benny Hinn. We were ah, all good. yeah, Benny Hinn. Was, Those were the days. Yeah. Those were the days. It was KO, and it basically, as soon as the race finished, the, the coverage stopped. But right. um, Valentino Rossi, final ever race, finished tenth. So still, uh, he, he said, he goes, look, uh, the way I look at it is my final race. The it was the I'm still you, in the top. Did, did you just try to do a little Italian accent then? I, I tried to do a little. I'm like, that's not gonna fucking work. I'm cutting that. Okay, early. it's my last race. It's yeah. like, oh, Valentino Rossi, the everyone's favorite Mexican cartoon character. <laughs> I'm, oh, the, I'm, the fastest, I'm the fastest MotoGP rider in all of Mexico. <laughs> Valentino Rossi. <laughs> 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 
That's why the only accents I do on this show are Kimmy Raikkonen, and that's pretty much it, right? Kimmy, but Kimmy. you don't even do it in a Finnish accent. You just talk very slowly like this, and you just sound like a little it's bit like Pakistani Kamal. Than it is it sounds Kimmy. like a little bit of Pakistani, if you ask me, but, uh, you know, it's a good race. And, uh... So Kimmy Raikkonen's from Pakistan. And Valentino Rossi is from Mexico. He's Mexican. No, Gotta give a. He's a bit of Valentino Rossi stat man to, okay. to wrap up. Stat So nine world championship titles. Yeah. 115 wins over a, over 432 starts. So one in four races over his career, he yep. won. And didn't and he get. He's been racing for like what twenty three years or something, right? 20, yeah, uh, twenty three years. Yeah. yeah, he won those nine world championships. He won nine in the first ten or eleven years, didn't he? Something like that. Yeah. So he hasn't won one for a long time, but he could have retired ten years ago, and still been good. And yeah, right. He, he, but I, I his, think his strike rate would have been like one hundred and fifteen out of three hundred. Yeah, something crazy like that. I mean, it's still yeah. insanely good. I mean, look at this, 235 podiums out of four, 432 races. So yep. he was on the top three in almost in, in half the races he ever raced. And he's, he's raced the most ever races in MotoGP. Like, he's he, just unbelievable. He won, he basically won, if you look at the stats, he won one out of every four races pretty much. He was on yeah. the podium one out of every two races. And yep. he finished on the podium 23 races in a row. Yeah. Successive races on the podium, 23 Different circuits with a MotoGP GP win. He won in twenty three different circuits over his career. Incredible, unbelievable. Like the, people throw out the term "greatest of all time" in certain sports, like, and, and fucking very flippantly. But I, I, can't, is, re- yeah. I can't recall a, a racer in it. Like I thought, no one ever topped Michael Schumacher from a racing standpoint. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton's getting pretty fucking close, but. From a, a MotoGP standpoint, no one come close to Valentino Rossi. No. Um, best I've ever seen do it, and did it with and did it with the flamboyance and excitement and fun that you never saw out of a lot of other races. He was a troll. He would troll his yeah. opponents, like the fucking uh, was it the Bag- Max Biaggi Max Biaggi story, where yeah. uh, you know you tell the story, you know the story. Well, you're the one that told the story to me originally. So basically in uh, the early day, like he had a, a very strong rivalry, both Italian boys, both Rossi and, and Biaggi, obviously. And they had a very strong rivalry that true and Biaggi hated him because Rossi was always better. No matter what category they came up through, it was always like Max is very good. And, and in any other era, similar to Sede Gibbonau, yep. they would have won. He, Max Biaggi would have won like three world championships or whatever. It's like Stuart McGill. Stuart McGill would have been the fucking greatest leg spin greatest bowler spin. in the world yeah. if Shane Warne hadn't have existed. He just, you know, Spot on. fucking Brad Hodge, Greeno. Yeah, 100%. If Ricky Potton hadn't been born like two weeks earlier, Brad Hodge would have probably been one of the best Australian players ever. Yep. Um, and, he, and he was. I think he averaged almost 100. Yeah. <laughs> But with that said, so Valentino Rossi and Biaggi had this rivalry through, basically from the time they were kids all the way through the junior ranks, all the way up to MotoGP, and they hated each other. It wasn't a secret, and they were always on different bikes, and it was just, yeah, very vicious. And there was a, a race where Valentino Rossi won the race, and Biaggi came second, but Valley got disqualified after the race, and he refused to give Max Biaggi the trophy and would send him pictures of the trophy in his house, posing with it as like trolling him. <laughs> nice, Gary. So fucking funny. It's and so to this day, he, it's it's like his favorite trophy. 
yeah. to this day because it's it's the one that Max should have. <laughs> and so he kept he kept it. He's like, fuck yeah. you, I'm keeping it. And here's a picture of me holding it, and it's my favorite trophy, and it's going up right in the middle of the wall. <laughs> fuck you. <Yeah. laughs> That's just the kind of fucking guy he is. Uh BE, the Earth Reporter Greeno. Rossi's last win was June 25, 2017 at Assen. Here we go. Uh, he won one race in 2017 and two in 2016. So, yeah, like, he hasn't been competitive for a while, but he was still slogging it out for the last three or four years too because he just, you know, he's probably got that mentality, Greeno, you're a long time retired, so he just never wanted to stop. You know, yeah, just well, keep riding, keep riding. I wonder how his body is after all that time. Yeah, well, if you think about it, he didn't crash very often. Like no, he, he stayed on finished, the bike. Finished every race pretty much, unless the bike failed. You know. Yeah, pretty much. I watched um, I watched this doco on Netflix a couple of weeks back uh, called "Hitting the Apex." Have you seen it? No. Oh man, check it out. You'll like it. Is it um, Rossi? Is it? Well, it's about it's about five uh, five riders. It's Rossi, Stoner, Simoncelli, uh, Pedrosa, Marco, Simoncelli. And Mark Marquez. Which I did. just realized where you got your Italian, quote unquote, Mexican accent from, Greener. It was from us going, Marco, Simoncelli. Uh, it's, it's a doco about those five guys over a five-year span. Right. Where uh, during, I think it's uh, when basically Rossi went from Honda. Uh, no, he'd already been in Yamaha for a while, but it was their transition out. Oh, no, and Jorge. Jorge. Jorge is also one of the other the people. So Jorge um, was at Honda, Stoner no, no. was at Jorge, Honda Jorge and then Ducati. Yamaha. Right. Jorge was at Yamaha. Rossi had won a bunch of championships. Then Jorge came up and then he was faster than Rossi. And they said to Rossi, well, you're going to have to be the two rider. So then Rossi's like, fuck that. I'm going to own Ducati. And the Ducati was shit. Right. Uh, so it kind of covers those five-year periods where Stoner was dominating on the Ducati. Yep. And uh, and that it's really good. Check it out. Yeah, right. Um but it, it just goes to show, like how how dangerous this fucking sport is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've always thought that they, out of all motorsport people, I would put MotoGP riders as the most fucking intense, like in the most hitting the edge, crazy motherfuckers, and then very closely behind them, I would put rally drivers. Oh yeah, for sure. No, hundred percent. These guys, they're saying this doco, and I just remember the point why I was going to that doco. Uh, they, these bikes go faster than F one car. Yeah, they're insane. They're just, they're just rockets. Rocket. So you're just it's it's you're not riding it. You're fucking hanging on. You you're know? holding onto it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but the reason I brought that up, the doco up, is because they asked him after because during that doco is when Simoncelli died, and they mm. asked Rossi like, like, you've won all these championships, like. You're not as quick as you used to be. Is this time to hang it up? And you were talking about he just was like long time retired. Yeah. And he's like, when I don't, when I'm not excited about riding bikes and when I feel like I'm, I don't want to ride them anymore, that's when I retire. I don't want this to be the reason I retire. Wow. Because um, him and Sim Jelly were like best buds. Yeah, they were. That's so, right. It fucked, it fucked Rossi up, Sim and Chelly. And mm. he, I think the race after Simoncelli died, Rossi finished like third or something, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah, but he had an, a fucking amazing ride, and there was like poetically in that in that race, there was a moment where he could have crashed or something, you know. It, it had yeah. all of that shit about it too. I seem to remember. Maybe I'm mm. remembering a fucking movie or something. I don't know. No, but I no, seem I'm, to remember. I'm 99 sure that's what happened. Um, yeah. So there you go. How old is he? He's got to be like 43 or something. And he was still 42, I think. Something like that. 42. And he was still fucking riding those pigs around. Yeah. He's been been riding for a quarter of a century. So yeah, I think it was like like 41, 42, something like that, which is just insane. I reckon Um, he's got bow legs now, honestly. 
Like, oh, you'd have to. Yeah. Who was the writer? Once again, we're off track and we're wasting Beattie. time. Daryl Beatty's body was fucked after all. Daryl Beatty's body. There was a writer who broke their hand and they he basically, so they could ride, he got them, instead of like straightening the hand to be a normal yeah, hand. Yeah, he, he made it into a claw. Can you make it into a claw so I can just put like slide it onto the bike and make it easier to yes. ride? And then you can fix my hand fucking later. Yeah. I can't remember which rider it was. And I was just like, these guys are nuts. Like I knew they were beforehand, but. Yeah. For a rider to go, just put my hand into a claw, I'll deal with it, and we'll fix it at the end of the year. You just can only do that. two things with it. You can ride a bike or masturbate. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And you can't <laughs> shake anyone's hand unless you want them to put your hand in the hole. Green. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, we got any plugs before we go, mate? No, no. I'll be doing a no, show. show mate. Yeah. yeah, Daily Boogie, 6 p.m. East Coast time, 10 a.m. our time, Greeno, here in Sydney. So about if you're... If you're looking at the clock right now, about 11 and a half hours from now. <laughs> that's it. All right. That's easy enough to remember, isn't it? So, yeah, there are thereabouts. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Summer's just around the corner. Ashes are just around the corner. Can we talk a bit of ashes build up next week that doesn't involve, you know, blackface, fucking calling people blackface. filthy what what's and, uh, you know, fucking <laughs> captain's dicks and stuff. Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> can we talk about, oh, geez, can we please talk fucking cricket? It's going to kick some goals here. So, <laughs> so, all right. We'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. See you guys. Bye bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else?